Ah, uh, yes. Hello there, everybody. Andy here. Yeah, uh, I'm finally back. It's been quite a long time, and um, this is not going to be the Beluga Tunes podcast um, much longer. And I'm, I'm still not quite used to... Yeah, because I, I, I recorded the outro a little while ago, I, I may have got the title wrong. Um, but this is a bit of a transition period, you see, so... I have to kind of get used to things, um, and uh, yeah, so I thought I'd maybe change this podcast to Andrew's podcast. I thought that would be a much more simpler title, that's all it really needs to be called. Um, so yeah, um, that's most likely what's going to be happening. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I'm going to change it immediately, as I say, I just want to get used to doing things because, like. The content isn't going to change. It's going to be the, the same stuff. I'm still going to be doing um, the six-minute shout-out, Podflix, and uh, the the Odyssey Express. That's another thing that's changed. I've changed the title of Infinity Express, and that's another thing I need to get used to. I need to get used to calling it the Odyssey Express. Oh, yeah, I did forget to do something for the uh, outro. I forgot to read the credits, so I'll, I think I'll do that now. Um Audio clips this week were brought to brought to you by the Marx Brothers, Comedy Bang Bang, Imperium, Community, and Asdev Movie. So uh, yeah, um, this week I'm going to be talking about, uh, as you heard there, Imperium. That's the film. That's the film for Podflix, um, and. It's a film starring Daniel Radcliffe of Harry Potter fame, um, and it, uh, uh, you're going to hear my thoughts on that film. <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to reveal what the next film is going to be because I haven't decided yet. I haven't. Um, I, I I don't know when the next episode is going to be, so I'm going to have to work some stuff out. Um, everything's a bit crazy right now, and yeah. Um, the, uh, the I, I did also record myself writing chapter twenty five of the Infinity Express. No, not see, I'm, I'm the Odyssey Express. That's what it's called now. Yeah, this is going to take some getting used to. I suppose that's what this episode is all about. It's about me getting things wrong because I've literally only just made these changes and uh, I'm still not used to it. So, yeah. Um, I don't really have an awful lot to say other than welcome back <laughs> and uh, yeah I, I hope um, you get used to these changes as much as I do remember it's pretty much the same podcast I'm not going to start I'm not rebooting it we're on episode 231 so yeah I'm, I'm still going to count up from there and do things as I was before so yeah uh, that's that's all I really need to say right now um Thank you for deciding to listen to this. I should have said that before. Um, and so, yeah, let's uh, let's get on with uh, the podcast and um, six minute shout out. That's the that's the first segment. So here we go. I object. Oh, you object. On what grounds? I couldn't think of anything else to say. It is time for the six minute shout out. So let's spin that internet wheel. Yep, there it goes. It's spinning. Here we go again. Gotta wait. <laughs> oh, I missed this. <laughs> the anticipation. Which website is it going to land on? Or is it going to be a website? Maybe it's going to be a 
podcast. Uh, yeah, it has landed on Isle of Hate, a, a Love Island podcast. Right, um, I've got all the information I need for this podcast right here. I've, I've prepared myself this time. Um, so this is by Luke Coombs and Mike Petit. Mike learns about the Love Island via making Luke watch it and report back every week. Neither have seen the show before and generally despise this sort of thing. Throughout the show, they meet and learn about an endless stream of vacuous people and the ridiculous words they use. Hate Love Island? Love Love Island? Maybe you're like this. We have no idea who this is for. Okay, so, um, yeah, for those who don't know, Love Island was a reality show, I believe. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I didn't have any interest in it whatsoever. But um, this actually, um, I, this podcast at the moment only has one episode, I think. Um, episode one, Mugged Off. I'll, I'll read the details for this one. An intro to the format, getting to know the characters, learning new words... And this is a lot of fun. Um, it's a really good first episode. Um, there, there is there is just one thing I will point out. Um, the audio. I mean, I I, I read a tweet from Mike um, saying apologies for clicky audio. It's better after this app. So yeah, uh, looks like it is gonna it's gonna sound better after this one. Um, and yeah, I I think it it was funny. Because like it, um, it it didn't seem to be a problem that this isn't a show that I'm in any way familiar with, because uh, I get the gist of what they're talking about, and they they do draw certain comparisons with other shows, and um, it, it it's a funny idea because. Um, the, the idea is, I, I think Mike isn't going to be watching any of it. It's, it, it's Luke who's, who's doing all the. Um, he's basically doing the legwork here. Um, and yeah, so uh, basically, Mike is making him sit down and watch this awful TV show and report back um, and just sort of try to help Mike make sense of it, like to. to he has to explain it and in a, like, in a way that Mike will understand. So yeah, uh, it, it sounds like kind of I don't know. It, it, it doesn't sound like a very complicated show. It's, it's just that basically there have been so many different variations on this type of reality show. So um, I, I think it is. Uh, I, I I like it because it, it's um, it's a lot more entertaining than. Um, basically, the, the the stuff that I do here, and I, I'm just sort of rambling on about stuff that I've come across and whatever. Um, because yeah, you, you've got two guys, and them they're making fun of something that um, I don't know. It, it, it's a show that people don't seem to be talking about much because I, uh, um, I, I'm guessing based on. The fact that they're making this podcast that it's still on the air, but I could be wrong. I actually don't know because I I seem to recall hearing about it that like ten years ago or something. Um, 
and it was the kind of thing that people just made fun of. But yeah, I, it, this uh, there's some great material. They 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 work with all this information and their reactions to Love Island is uh, very fun to listen to. I'm really looking forward to hearing the next one. Um, and I, I, I hope that, uh, that they go far with this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my personal experience was when, when you, when you're starting off a podcast, it can be difficult and it's, it's something that, um, because it, um, it has been, apparently it's been nearly two weeks since, uh, this episode came out and from what I've heard from Mike, they did do um another one so we've definitely got another episode coming out <laughs> but yeah th- this is a lot of fun to listen to and I'm just going to recommend you know go and go and subscribe it's a so I'll, I'll just uh it's Isle of Hate a Love Island podcast it's available on iTunes Acast and Stitcher apparently and they do have a Twitter where's their Twitter let me go to the let me go to the Twitter So yeah, um, yeah, it says right there, iTunes, Acast, Twitter. So, Isle of Hate Pod. That's the the Twitter at Isle of Hate Pod. What's happened so far? Take me through the plot. Okay, so the the plot so far, as far as I know, is from what I caught caught up on the first episode, all the women showed up first. Right. And by all the women, I mean the first five or six women. The, import, the number of women and men is very important in this program. <laughs> okay. They constantly reference it. Constantly. Okay. I think five women, episode one, and then they all get to know each other and talk about what their, like, favourite man in the world would be. And they all just say, like, cliches from Disney films and about how, you know, this, that and the other thing that they want from the man of their dreams. Like you would do on like Blind Date, for instance. I don't know, cultural touchstone. <laughs> and then I, I, I think then some men showed up, but I think some more men. men. I think maybe six. Right. So there's oh, there's already tension there, isn't there? I can see there's there's one see, more man than there are women. Yeah, yeah, and you can see that's the crux of the program, as far as I can tell. Um, and then I think. From what I gather from episode one, they sort of pick a person. They kind of... No, hang on. I've got this wrong. (laughs) Okay, five women. Five men then show up to start with in the first episode, and they all pick another one. And they're like, I like that one. They have nice hair. I like that one. He smiles. That, That kind of thing. Give me one more and one more reason. I like that one. She says she likes football. Okay, cool. What are you doing? Your your neck is cold? You want me to get you a scarf? A bow tie? I'm sorry, Nate. I lost you. What do you mean? What I mean is you have been talking a lot about a lot of big things that are coming. Bigger than Oklahoma City, bigger than 9-11. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is why expanding the show is so important. 
Right, and I have been spending a lot of time with Andrew at the Aryan Alliance. He told me you've been working together. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, he came to the rally. No, no. What my investor needs to know is what are the concrete steps that you are taking to start the race war? As I've said to you before, I have the expertise, the connections, the tools. Maybe there's some kind of misunderstanding. I thought we were talking about expanding the show. Yeah, which my investor is happy to do, but if you're not willing to be honest about the other actions you're taking, then he's not going to be able to support you. Okay, Nate. Fair enough. Sorry it didn't work out. A young FBI agent eager to prove himself in the field goes undercover as a white supremacist. Yeah, um, so this is a film directed by Daniel Ragusis. Uh, I watched it on iPlayer. I believe it's, it's still on there, if anyone wants to have a look. Um, and yeah, it was interesting. Here's the thing, I've actually watched a lot of films starring Daniel Radcliffe, because a lot of people know him as Harry Potter. Um, the thing about the Harry Potter books is uh, I read the, th the first three um, when I was in school, and I liked them. I thought they were very good. Um, and that's kind of the extent of my enthusiasm. That's about as far as it goes. Um, I tried reading book four, and um, I I think I... Yeah, uh, again, enjoyed it. I, I thought what I read of it was good. Um, but somewhere there, I just sort of lost interest and just put the book aside. So obviously... I, I didn't become a proper fan. I think by the time the first film came out, it just wasn't a, a thing that I was that interested in. Definitely not as much as most people. Um, you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with that, and I'm not saying that... I, you know, I, I don't see it as something to be proud of, that I, <laughs> I was it's slightly... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um because you know the, it's, it's not like it's a rare thing there are, there are plenty of people who feel the same way um, but this is the thing about Daniel Radcliffe is um, th there was this sense of uh, after Harry Potter would he move on and uh, get to do uh, sort of uh, more different stuff <laughs> yeah great very well worded um, no um because it it was, I, I think we we all expected him to be typecast. Um, because that that would imply that in every other film it's going to be fantasy or that you know is is going to play the same type of character. Um, and this does seem like I you know, I I feel like this is a, a a real stretch. You know, first of all, he's doing an American accent. And I was thinking about Steve Coogan because I talked about um, our idiot brother uh, in a previous episode. And in that film, Steve Coogan is trying to do an American. Well, it doesn't seem like he's trying at all. Um, you can just you can tell he's, he's a Brit. It just comes right out. You know, his British accent keeps seeping through. Um, but in this case, I I not I only thought he did a pretty good job doing the accent. I I, I bought him as that character. I didn't really have a problem believing 
that he, he was this agent. Um, and it is interesting when the main character is pretending to be something he isn't. Um, because, you know, I, I suppose there's nothing especially hard about that because you, you can kind of look out for the things like, is he giving himself away? Is is he committing to this? Because um, it, it's, it's not unheard of. Like if, you're an, if you're working for the FBI, you're probably going to be pretty good at um, doing this kind of thing. But I suppose this is this is meant to be his character, uh, Nate. That's the name of the main character. Um, he isn't used to doing undercover work, I, th- I think is the idea. Um, and it, it is kind of a typical... Uh, underdog story where he's like um he's getting a bit bored with his role as, as a an fbi agent um and, and he wants to prove himself so um he gets involved in this situation there, there's um yeah i i thought tony collette's character um angela was there's something very memorable about that character in particular i uh i always liked it when um she was in a scene um and yeah i i would say this film is decent i mean yeah i um i i think it's probably worth checking out like i said if, if it's on bbc iplayer um right now <laughs> so yeah um and i think would i watch it again yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I don't see why not. Um, although, here's the thing. I, I get the feeling maybe... Uh, maybe this, this film... Let me just take a sip of water. <laughs> Sorry, just my, my voice is just really <laughs> sort of wavering now. Um, uh, there's only, I, can only, I can only see one review. Well, there, there are a lot of reviews. But the, the one at the top of the IMDb page is entitled Absolutely Abysmal. So I get the feeling that um, this this probably hasn't been very well received and that surprises me in a, in a way. I just, I don't really think it's that bad. But um, why Hollywood continues to give Harry Potter, sorry, Daniel Radcliffe, money and starring roles is beyond me. He's Harry Potter in every role, as wooden as Pinocchio before the fairy godmother got all creative. This film sucks. The storyline is weak. The acting is on par with the good ladies and gentlemen of Sunset Beach and everything else. Uh, Sunset Beach is another TV show that no one remembers. (laughs) And everything else. The direction, the music, the costume department. Atrocious. The only good thing I can say about Imperium is, nope, I've got nothing kind of reminded me of Green Street, but that's an insult to Green Street. I hear Swiss Army Man is good, probably because Harry Potter is dead throughout. Uh, Maybe he'll be typecast in every role following Swiss Army Man. Once can only hope. Once can only hope? So I don't know. Um, Me personally, I... uh, I, I didn't really see him as Harry Potter because I, I quite recently watched the first Harry Potter film with my nephew, and yeah, I I think this is pretty different. <laughs> like, I, I don't think his acting is that bad. <laughs> yeah, I think he's done very well considering. Like, he, he could have, you know, 
there could have been more of a Harry Potter kind of ongoing thing. I don't know. Um, and this is clearly uh, an adult film, rated 15 in the UK. That's the UK certificate. I don't know. Yeah. So again, personally, I I thought I, I thought it was decent. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, now, shall I, well, yeah, I, I don't know if I can settle on a movie, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say what the next film is gonna be, I will talk about a film, um, but I, I don't yet know if it's gonna be one that I'm- Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years, so, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I already own, or maybe if I'm going to do a live episode, which I, I don't know yet, I don't know if, this, if the next one will be live. Um, then I, I'll have to choose a public domain movie. Anyway, um, so I, I'll just uh, just move on. Oh, excuse me, move on to the next bit. So yeah, uh, those are my thoughts on Imperium. I shall have a birthday cake. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F U M P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London's Fab, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Previously on the Odyssey Express, yeah, the, yeah, we're about to change the name. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, so 
we learned that uh, Shane has done some naughty things, although he says it's an accident. Um, and Becky still hasn't um, fixed her spaghetti gun. It's been, it's been a while since I did this. is all a bit weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it ended with Teresa saying, Me too. I also want some Toblerone. So that gives you an idea of the type of stuff I've been writing. It's all just random nonsense. Um, and the reason it's all random nonsense is I am using a website called randomlists.com. Um, and I'm going to go there now because I need to get some words. Right, let's just click random word generator. Uh, my 12 random words today are painful, rhythm, direction, scent, unkempt, balance, surprise, instinctive, freezing, oafish, brave, and break. Right, I'm just going to copy and paste those into my text file, and I'm going to see what I can come up with. So with those 12 words, uh, you're, you're going to hear uh, chapter 25 of the Odyssey Express. Okay, so just to um, reiterate, the, the words that I, I was uh, provided with are pain, painful, rhythm, direction, scent, unkempt, balance, surprise, instinctive, freezing, Oafish, brave, and break. And that's breakers in like the kind of break you'd have on a train you know, to, to slam on the brakes, you know. Uh, B R A K. By the way, um, I, I kind of ended up using the word surprise earlier than I, I thought I would. So yeah, that that appears. Uh, it, it, it's all a little bit out of order because yeah, the, I just ended up using that word quite early on. I'll read what I have. So this is chapter 25 of the Odyssey Express. Please don't make me relive that painful memory, cries Shane, as each of the other members of the group move away from him. It's kinda on you, replies Becky. Suddenly the noises made by the train shift to an unusual rhythm. Everyone notices except Teresa, who is still thinking about Toblerones. When Lisa looks out of the window, the first thing she notices is that the landscapes the landscape is moving in the wrong direction. This sort of thing doesn't even surprise me anymore, she says, knowing that the train is most likely adjusting to the new environment. Does anyone have a penny for the toll? asks Becky. Shane hands her a cent piece. I didn't know there was a toll for this bridge, says Lisa. Oh, it's not a bridge, says Becky. How, how can I go out there when my hair is so unkempt, whines Shane. Go and have a shower, replies Teresa. Wait, this thing has showers? Lisa exclaims. Must have, says Teresa. It seems to have everything else. Shane makes his way through the coaches until he finds the showers. While Shane is freshening up, the train begins to jolt. Suddenly, everybody loses their balance from the commotion. Where are we? asks Suzette after the train grinds to a halt. 
Lisa notices that Suzette has landed rather comfortably on her feet. Being a cat person comes with some instinctive benefits. Where do you think? Becky replies. We're at the toll booth. Becky leaves the train and finds the man she has to pay. She places the coin that Shane gave her onto the counter. The man looks up from his reading material, a complete history of crumpet farming. We don't accept those, he mutters. The water's freezing, cries Shane. Then he realises that he is upside down inside the shower cubicle. Shane begins to, go, begins to grow tired of his own oafish tendencies and dries himself off. He dresses and returns to the coach where Becky and the others are waiting for him. I hope you're feeling brave, Shane, says Becky, because we really need you to do us a solid. I'm listening, says Shane. Becky leads Shane into the main control room. See that break? asks Becky. I'm going to distract the guy at the toll booth, and I want you to release that break to set the train in motion. Shane responds with a deep gulp. When I grow up, I want to go to the moon! Why wait? And sadly the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way and just the usual little bits and pieces. Um, yeah, do I have anything new to say? Here's the thing, I, I think I'm going to be doing another episode next week, uh, but shortly after that I'm going to be away. Um, and I won't be able to do the live stream because I'm going to be away the whole weekend, the first weekend of August. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I uh, still don't know what what film I'm going to be talking about in the next episode. Um, once I get things going, um, I'll, I'll try and get into the habit of letting you all know what the next film is that I'm going to be talking about. And I, I've kind of changed the rules because, um, yeah, I, I don't know how... I'm going to get hold of the films other than looking at films that I already own or maybe, um, as I said, there's some public domain ones that I, I can easily find on YouTube. Um, and also there's iPlayer, that's where I've got the latest one from, so yeah, there's, there's that option. Um, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher and Acast. Uh, my website is belugatoons.com and my Redbubble store is belugatoons.redbubble.com uh, Instagram is at belugatoons as is my Twitter there's also at belugatoonspod that's a, a Twitter for everything you need to know for this podcast yeah that's where I keep put all the updates for that Everything recording okay? Yeah, <laughs> a bit late to be checking on that. Um, yeah, uh, is that it? Is that all I have to say? Um, so yeah, uh, I here's the thing. I I'm hoping to do a live stream on Sunday, um, and maybe it will be a live episode of this podcast. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I really don't know. Yeah, I have to be very vague right now because. Um, yeah, there, there are going to be some things going on <coughs> later, um, and and so yeah, uh, so, sorry about that. But um, as I say, in time, um, things will be back to normal and running. Is uh, so yeah, I think that that's it. Yeah, um, 
I'll, I'll leave it at that. Thanks very much for listening to this, everyone. Do take care. And bye bye.